once COVID hit, everything kind of shifted, obviously not being able to work with hotels anymore and not really being able to go into offices and do office hours with companies. So I thought about a way to now take my practice online and to connect companies with wellness providers. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So, I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty-gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. Time for another outstanding bonus episode just for you, our listeners. Today in our bonus episode, I speak with Taryn Kalmeyer, who is an amazing entrepreneur who has pivoted her business, used constant contact with her ideal clients to really grow her business. She has amazing advice for you and yours, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix Podcast. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy, and I am here with the wonderful, beautiful, talented, so ready to shower us with gold today, Miss Taryn Kalmeyer. Taryn, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Lizanne. Okay, we are so excited to have you. I want to take a second to introduce this incredible entrepreneur, and I'm going to give her a chance to just blow our minds today, guys. It is going to be so good. Okay, so Taryn has spent over 10 years bringing her yoga and meditation expertise to people around the world with a teaching style that highlights her deep understanding of the body, mindfulness, and conscious living. Taryn is a yoga, meditation, and wellness coach with a background in osteopathy and has extensive experience working with brands from Puma to Move and Pick Resorts. In 2020, Taryn and her team launched Remote Team Wellness, a live virtual wellness solution designed to bring health and balance to companies and their employees, which is super needed on the planet today right? Sessions are simply booked online and employees arrive via video conferencing to meet a real teacher for a personalized session. Through this service, remote team wellness reduces stress, increases productivity, and promotes fitness among teams. You can learn more about remote team wellness at remoteteamwellness.com. And she's also on LinkedIn. We are so excited. Again, Big round of applause from your cars, from your kitchens, wherever you're listening to this. Give it up for Miss Taryn. Woo! <laughs> that was an incredible introduction. Thank you so much for that, Lizanne. I really appreciate that. Oh, I am so excited. We uh, So for those of you listening in, Taryn and I connected through an event that we were both attending today called PodMax. Uh, that's pr- produced by uh, Josh Carey and um, his business buddy, Eric. So we're so excited to have this opportunity to be connected. And, and earlier this morning, Taryn introduced herself and she talked about how she has been pivoting what she does in her company to meet the needs of the market that they're seeing because of the results 
of the effects of the pandemic on the world. And so being a marketing podcast, I'm very, very excited to dive into that and understand exactly uh, what you're doing and what caused you to make those shifts. And so we're just, we're just going to get into the, the marketing and mechanics of, of those choices. And it's going to be, it's going to be a party. Yeah, definitely. So for those listeners that aren't familiar with you and your story, give us some background. How did you get into yoga and meditation and turn it from a personal passion into a business? Wow. Yeah, it's been a journey and a half, seriously. So I have grown up dancing my whole life. I'm pretty sure I could dance before I could walk. Um, and so I was always very active as a teenager, as a young person, um, and I thought I was going to be a professional dancer until I broke my ankle and got told by a doctor that I probably wasn't going to dance again or at least dance professionally for, uh, for any length of time. So I was given the option to either take up water aerobics or yoga. <laughs> and um, not really being much of a water aerobics fan, um, I decided to try a Bikram yoga class, which is probably the hardest, most hardcore entry to yoga I could have chosen. Um, yeah, talk but... <laughs> about going for like the, the black belt in, in yoga. Right, but hey, dancer, come on, that dancer mentality, I needed the like hardcore challenge. And I think what I really was looking for was the, the intensity. And I think the heat really helped me to stay present because I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't balance, I couldn't stand for a lot of the class. So I ended up um, just going to the classes and the teacher would just help me out balancing on the mirror and doing the poses by balancing myself against people or against the mirror. Um, and that was super humbling for me. It, it really helped me to just take a step back and realize that, you know what, all of the things that I was so used to being able to do so well were now not accessible to me and I had to rebuild myself. So yeah, so from that place, I really started um, finding a humbleness in the practice of showing up and seeing how my body changed every day and seeing how consistency made a really sustainable long-term result to get me not only better, but way better than I was before, more stronger mentally and physically. So yeah, yoga, I'm, I'm one of those people, yoga changed my life. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, you know, so I grew up being an athlete and I always like, I, I've, I, I've always understood the value of yoga, but the thing that I used to always say is like, I struggle with yoga because you can't win yoga. Like I'm a very competitive person. And so I always struggled with it for that reason. But I have, um, th there was, I had an opportunity, uh, not this past January, but the January before where I went to a retreat in San Diego and they brought in a private yoga teacher for the retreat every morning for a week. So Amazing. we did yoga every morning outside on the beach just like like our um our the the patio of the, of the mansion we were staying in like looked over the water and so we could hear the water and hear the birds and I did yoga and like I did it every morning for a week and I was like oh I'm converted this is unbelievable and I felt so good and like I feel like I could breathe better and stand taller every day you know and um so I promptly came home and never did another session. But <laughs> I had a very, very uh, powerful experience with yoga. So I, I, need, I need to just, I need to, to grow up and actually do it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that the, the path kind of calls you in whatever way it does. And I, I, as I said, like, I don't think I would have gone back to the yoga class if it wasn't for that initial intensity of the Bikram heat. 
Um, but then as I started to evolve in my practice, I, I realized that maybe the heat wasn't the best thing for me. I'm a very fiery person in general. So the heat kind of burnt me out after a little while. Um, and then I started getting into a few of the deeper practices and wanting to know a little bit more about the history and the philosophy. And that really helped my evolution um, through the practice. So, That's so cool. if you would have if I if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would be teaching meditation and yoga I would have laughed in your face so <laughs> that's amazing it is possible <laughs> yeah. that is amazing so your plan was to be a professional dancer yeah pretty much that um that was that was the thing that I loved the most I, I wanted to be a performer in some in some way shape or form I, I love speaking to people I love being on stage I love entertaining people and that's always something that's brought me joy and actually I ended up finding a little bit of that in my yoga classes because I've now had a captive audience of 40 people um, to teach to teach not only to teach about something that they knew very well which is their bodies and to teach about um, to teach about uh, how to how to reconnect with their body mind with their body mind connection and to move in a more effective way and that was that was actually something that really resonated with where I was going with being a performer as well. That's so cool. It's beautiful. I love it. Okay. So how did it, how did it turn into a business? It sounds like you first got your certification and became an instructor. So it was like an, it was a in-person brick and mortar type class. Yep. Um, and, and how, where, how did it evolve from there? Yeah, so I actually, I did, I did that certification not intending to teach. Again, was just trying to find out more about the practice. Um, and the people who I was training with were like, nope, uh, what are you doing tomorrow evening? Show up to the studio. You're going to be teaching a class of 80. So ended up <laughs> getting straight into teaching for studios um, and spent at least five years doing that in Australia, in South Africa, and America. Um, and then I moved on to working in more corporate spaces and in hotel spaces, helping them to develop their guest wellness program and then helping corporates to do team building and retreats um, and really build out a more inclusive wellness wellness practice rather than a healthcare kind of program. Um, and I realized that that's something that I really love and really resonate with as well. And that helped me to travel to a few different countries and to meet with amazing people that really did need the, the connection of these tools that I'd been learning um, for their, their corporations and for their staff. So uh, once COVID hit, everything kind of shifted, obviously not being able to work with hotels anymore, not really being able to go into offices and do office hours with companies. So I thought about a way to now take my practice online and to connect companies with wellness providers, because obviously I can't do this all by myself. So I connect companies with wellness providers that are able to to give them those implementable tools to help their people really prioritize their well-being. Mm, that's amazing. So tell me how, how do you pitch this? Because like I, I've been involved in uh, corporations before where like they have a health and wellness program, but it's difficult to get employees to take it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing about the, the, it's actually been easier to pitch this since COVID has happened because now all of a sudden we've all been relegated to our homes. We don't ha we have to make our home space, our workspace, our child rearing space, our everything space. Um, and there's not really that connection 
of you can just walk into your 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 coworkers' office uh, and 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 chat to them. So there's this disconnect now between how we're working and the connection that we have with our coworkers af in after work activities. So when I started building this, I obviously have just started with yoga and meditation, but I really see this as being a holistic wellness solution to helping to connect co um, co coworkers to each other in different ways. So it's not only yoga and meditation that we provide. We also do really interesting, fun things like trivia and bingo and virtual recess and adult gameplay uh, to really keep that team building connection up in, in companies. And I know that it can be difficult for employees to want to engage with, but now we have even more of a reason to engage because again, there just isn't that connection. We're all sitting behind a computer screen, right? Yeah, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Okay. So when, um, when would this huge environmental shift happen for you? Was it, was it a very natural transition or like, did you have some moments where like, you know, the pit came in your stomach and you were like, oh no, this is going to be rough. Like, like walk me through that. Like, how did you go from having all of those, um, hospitality businesses drop off to gathering yourself and being like, it's okay. Like we're going to, we're going to move on from here. It's a really good question. And I think that my answer to that is probably through just grounding myself into my own practice and realizing that, you know what, this is actually a natural check-in point to realize that all of the things that I thought that I had control over, I really don't have that much control over. And since, I, since the practice of mindfulness is just that, realizing that you have very limited control, I had to finally practice what I preach and um, really take a moment to step back and step into my, my own space and say, Hey, like this is this is terrible, and something really big is happening. Something really big is shifting. I took my time. I, I took at least a week there to, you know, break down and have my have my moment of what the heck am I going to do here? Um, and then and then I regathered myself and was like, I I could pivot this online because if I can teach a person how to how to move their body just by speaking to them, then I can do that online as well. It's not, it's not that difficult. And that's been something that's also carried me to this point is not saying I can't, um, but rather, how can I? So inspiring. I love that. We're going to create a hashtag. Not <laughs> I can't, but how can I? Can so I? good. So good. I love it. Yeah. So how's it going? Like, I mean, this is, this is really fresh. This is new. Yeah. Uh, I would love if, if you're willing to dig into it, like what, what, pieces have come together for you and and what are pieces that you're still trying to fit in what how's it going look it's it is super new um but it's going really well um it's actually been an interesting thing to have conversations with people who do have this mindset of the workspace being almost very darwinian like every man for himself every employee for themselves everyone should just take care of their own well-being but that's clearly not a model that works if you want your employees to you know not burn out after a very short amount of time because as we all know happy employees work harder healthy employees stay longer and that's just been something that i've just had to really start to have 
conversations with the companies that I work with about and, and just talk about like how this can really be a valuable and implementable tool for their companies and for their staff. And it also shows the staff that their employer cares about them in a different way, that their employer actually prioritizes how they are doing. And when a, an employer, an employee has that, that little spark of, oh, wow, my employer actually cares. That's, that's incentive enough to want to work and to want to engage and to want to, to move forward with the business because that's just what business is all about, right? Keeping your people happy. Yeah, I love it. So, and how are you getting in front of these business owners? So we're doing lots of different marketing outreach and we're, we're trying everything. We're testing everything. Cause again, we're pretty much just a customer acquisition uh, business at this point. So uh, really looking at different channels that we can experiment with where we were using LinkedIn, we're using Instagram. Um, I, I have my own personal brand that I've, I've built up quite successfully and I do a lot of Instagram lives for businesses and for brands. And I have worked with a lot of brands in that way. So I, I know how to kind of position myself in a way that, that makes it a bit more digestible for a company to actually take the service on. And, and basically, I usually just pitch to give it a try. Try out a session, see what it's, see what it's like. So we offer our first, the first session is $99. And if, if that works, if, if the company loves it, and if the team loves it, then that $99 goes toward your monthly fee of actually making it a regular practice and using whatever, whatever services you engage when whatever services you resonate with for your, your employees. Interesting. That's cool. Mm. So everything, it sounds like everything is organic yeah. so far. That's fantastic. Very and have you, have you ever done any paid advertising for those services? We or are want to? We're, yeah, definitely. We're going to start next week. We're, um, we're just finalizing some last website stuff, but we're, we're getting, we're getting on the paid advertising next week. And I'm really excited to see what that, what that brings in and the kinds of relationships that build. Um, and it's also been, yeah, it's been really great to just network with people organically, but I'm really interested to see like who resonates with it from a, from a paid advertising approach as well. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm always interested in that because, so I, I run a Facebook advertising agency. Um, and you know, the, the, the people that succeed the best are the ones that understand their organic system and then they automate it with the paid, with the paid traffic. Right. right. So like the fact that like you already have experience and understanding of how to reach out and communicate with those people. Uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. It'll be exciting to see what happens with, with your paid, yeah. with your paid traffic strategies. That's cool. Yeah. Very, very excited for it. Um, cause I think that there's just so much more opportunity that can come in that way as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's really cool. I love the model that you've built with it being continuity, right? A membership mm -hmm. so that that can bring in recurring revenue for you and it'll just mm -hmm. allow your success to continue to compound and each success will build on each other. And so you'll be able to, to grow much more quickly than just, you know, working in, as an individual with a few clients at a time. Oh my goodness. And that's, I think that's the thing that I also realized because when I started taking this online and when I started working with like the existing clients that I had had, I was like, I, I need to connect more well-being practitioners to people who, who again, wouldn't maybe resonate with my teaching or um, would need something a little bit different or need a little bit of a different vibe. Um, and I realized I can't do it alone. So that's been a huge learning, especially as um, a first-time business owner. It is really, really important for me to outsource and to ask for help. That's been one of my biggest learnings. That's so great. 
I love it. So what are some pieces that you're trying to put together right now in terms of the marketing of your business? Hmm. Good question. Um, so again, as I said, we're really trying to work on that paid advertising um, and really get that pumped out. Uh, but one thing that I would really like to to start to implement in in our marketing is a, a stronger social media and content creation presence. Um, so really starting to give give a lot of valuable videos, tips, resources for people to access. I want to be able to give free content to to people as well to be able to be able to show that this is something that's not only um, not only valuable for employees, but it's valuable for everyone. Everyone needs this in some way, shape, or form. Even if it's not, even if it's not yoga is not your thing, that's fine. There are other tools that you can implement to really bring this into your life in a sustainable way. That's fantastic. So, and what are what are you thinking to do that? Like, are you thinking a YouTube channel, a podcast? What are you yeah. What are you thinking? Definitely thinking starting out with a YouTube channel. So, um, so I made my I made my first YouTube video last week. Um, Yay! Which, yeah, which is fantastic. Um, and I, I love filming content. I really, I really do. It's just that, again, because I am the chief everything officer at the moment, I don't really have time to put all of my energy into just me doing a YouTube channel because it does require a large amount of energy. So again, getting people on board that are knowledgeable, who have that expertise and who can convey those, those um, messages in an effective way. That's so exciting. That's so great. Yeah, I love YouTube because you can leverage the power of the of the SEO benefits. Mm -hmm. So when you, you know, title those videos well, then you're able to capture audiences for a long period of time, you know, because those videos are always cataloged into their system with those keywords. Absolutely. So it's fantastic. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Thank well, you cool. so much. This is really, really exciting. I'm super excited for you. Thank so you. What has been, um, I always, I always love to ask this question and it's what has been the biggest internal transformation you've experienced as you've been on this entrepreneurial journey? Hmm. Another excellent question. Wow. I actually, I just filmed a video about, um, the importance of time and that's been a really big transformation for me because I, I mean, I used to be a person that was late and um, late, late for a lot of things and like had trouble with time management and balancing things. And I have really realized and the value and importance of time because one of the most valuable gifts that we can give anyone is our time. That's, that's the most valuable thing we all have. Um, and so the biggest internal transformation for me has really been not only valuing my own time and really, again, knowing when to ask for help, when to outsource instead of being like, oh, you know what, um, I, I can build the website. I can, I can do all the marketing. I can do all of this. I'll learn. As a person who is a, um, a lifelong learner, I love, I love studying. I love learning new information. So that has almost led me into this place where I, I feel like I can learn anything. But is that really a good use of my time? Is that really going to take me to the places that I want to go quickly? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so um, really, the shift for me has been learning when to ask for help and knowing when, hey, you know, yeah, it'd be cool for me to learn a little bit more about how to develop a website, but I don't really have time for that right now. I need to be interviewing teachers or I need to be with clients. And so I now, I now know how to ask for help and how to, how to reach out when I need it instead of internalizing everything and taking everything on and feeling like, feeling it. Uh, there, there's almost this, this um, 
this this failure that, that I felt when when I couldn't do something or when I couldn't learn to do everything that I've really just dropped since this mm -hmm. journey has started and that's been so reassuring and so it's so much more peaceful in this in this process so I really really have appreciated that I love that. I love that so much. So I've got a follow-up question for you um, based on your answer. Uh, so you talked about the, the importance of time and how, you know, our time is finite. And so we need to make sure we're using it, especially as a business owner in the places where we can make the biggest impact. I think that uh, as an entrepreneur, and I've, I've fallen into this trap as well, we, we get so sucked up into just being busy. And, you know, we don't, not, not just time in terms of like spending our time wisely, but like taking time for mindfulness, like you brought up earlier. I would yeah. love for you to, because of your expertise, I'd love to give you the, the floor on this for just a little bit. How, how do we create the space, like the time for that mindfulness so that we're not just the second we wake up in the morning to the second we go to bed, we're crushing it out in our businesses as entrepreneurs. How do, how do we do that? With intention is my short answer to that. And because, again, because this practice has taught me so much about uh, setting yourself up in a way that you are moving in, through your days consciously, instead of just taking on things because they, are, they look good or because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's busy work or because you should be doing more to really take a step back and ask yourself, what are, my, what are my intentions with my business? What are my intentions with my days? What do I want to get through my days experiencing and feeling? How do I want to feel at the end of my days? How do I want to feel with the clients that I'm around? How do I want to interact with the people that I'm with? And setting up those intentions makes it easy for you to know where to put your time, where to place your energy and your attention. Because when you have intention, then it's easier for you to find a way to channel your attention and that's that's really I think that's really a valuable a valuable way to start to break down how you are how you are moving through your busyness um, and and um, look at where the busyness is actual actually valuable or where it's just you know just busy just busy work mm. And your question? I love it. I love it. It's so good. And do you have any, um, any guidance in terms of how to find that intention? Because I think sometimes yeah. the busyness, it gets so busy that it just mm -hmm. crowds into our mind and it's like, and it's difficult to, to pull out that intention. Absolutely. Um, one of my biggest, one of my biggest pieces of advice is before you start any day, before you, before you even, you know, grab your phone and check your email, do all the things, before you plug yourself in, you have to plug yourself into you first. Like, so before anything happens in the morning, you wake up, you open your eyes and just take a moment, put your hand on your chest, take a nice deep breath and ask yourself, how do I want to feel at the end of this day? And that will, that will help again, drive that attention toward, all right, well, I want to feel like I've been productive or I want to feel like I have um, or like I've relaxed or I want to feel rejuvenated or I want to feel I want to how do you want to feel what do you, what what feeling can you attach this intention to 
And when you firstly, again, check in with yourself before checking in with anyone else, then you give yourself the space to create something that you want rather than getting drawn into everything else that everyone else needs. Mm, that is so good. That is so good. And what I love is like, you're giving solutions that don't have to take hours and hours of time, right? Like take five minutes to really change the trajectory of your day. And I love, I'm going to, I'm going to think that I'm going to write that phrase down, like, uh, allow your intention to direct your attention. Thank you. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a really good one. So good. Yeah. Cause, cause here's the thing is like, whether you have an intentional intention or not, you have an intention, right? Yeah. And so it will direct your attention. Yeah. And so you might as well be intentional about your intention. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Because I mean, anything that pops up, you can just come back to that intention and ask if it aligns with that. And if it doesn't, then why are you doing it? Because yeah. it's not your intention. So, so sharp. So sharp. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So how can people find you? follow your journey, learn more about what you're doing with businesses online. Give us the details. Amazing. So uh, you can find my business, Remote Team Wellness, uh, at remoteteamwellness.com. And you can find all the information to book a session through our, through our website and start a conversation with us. We are also on all of the social medias at Remote Team Wellness, except for Twitter. We are Remote Team Well. Uh, and then my personal brand is The Chocolate Pretzel. And you can find me at The Chocolate Pretzel on all of the social medias. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that, The Chocolate Pretzel, because you're a yogi. I love it. That is, yeah. that is the best. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. All right, everyone. Well, this has been just so great, Taryn. Thank you so much for sharing your heart, sharing your journey, sharing uh, what you're doing and what's exciting about it and what's still scary and terrifying about it. We, that just, it means the world for us to, to have you be able to share that on, on the show today. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Lizanne. It's been such a pleasure. Absolutely a pleasure to connect with you. Thank you for your questions and thank you for your time. Of course. Of course. It's my pleasure. Okay, fantastic. So that's the first round. You are an exceptional individual. It has just been a Thank pleasure. You so Thank a you pleasure. so much. You are as well. That was such a that was such a great conversation. I felt so guided in such a strong way. It was awesome. Oh, good, good, good. Well, I'm glad. I selfishly, I love podcasts just to hear people's stories. I love talking <laughs> to people. I love getting to know them, and so yeah. um, it really is. You're good at it. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Okay. So shake out our shoulders a little bit, getting ready for our second one. Oh yeah, there's the dancer coming out. I love it. Okay, so for the second interview, I ask the same question to everyone. So I'll restart the podcast. I'll reread your intro. You'll have a chance to share your backstory again, but this time do like the 30 to 60 second elevator pitch version of it. Um, and then um, I'm going to ask you this question. What small marketing strategy or tactic has made the biggest difference in your business and why? Okay. Okay. Do you have an idea for that? Mm, yeah. Networking. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think networking would be cool. And if you could share it in, um, I mean, you can share it however you want, but I, but a unique spin that we haven't had on the show yet is, um, with, if you want to reference your influencer marketing, like mm. how do you, how do you network through 
your influencer outreach and connecting with them. Uh, cause we've, we have had networking in general, which is great and it's true. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so powerful, but if you could share it with that, uh, frame, that'd be sweet. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Cool. Do. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Do you have any questions before we launch back in? Nope. Let's do it. Ready, ready. Okay. Fantastic. Oh, you're out of water. Do you need to go get some water? No, I'm all good. I, I, I can wait for, I can wait for this little, this little bit. Okay. I'm going to go yeah. with help after this. Oh, perfect. I yeah. love it. All right. Okay. Here we go. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix Podcast. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy, and I am joined to, oh, actually, before I go, is it Cal Meyer? Did I say it right? Cal, yeah, Cal Mayer. Cal Mayer. Cal Mayer. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Cal Mayer. I apologize. Okay, we're going to start no, this okay. one again. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix Podcast. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy, and I am joined today by the incredible, talented, chocolate pretzel herself, Miss Taryn Cal, Cal Mayer. Thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Lizanne. It's such a pleasure to be here. Okay, we are so excited to have this entrepreneur on the show today, guys. I want to take a second to introduce her and then give her a chance to just blow our minds today. We've had the opportunity to get to know each other for the last little bit, and oh man, she has shown up big time. She has great energy, and she is here to serve. So again, thank you so much for coming, and let me tell you a little bit about this powerhouse entrepreneur. So Taryn Calmayer has spent over 10 years bringing her yoga and meditation expertise to, pe to people around the world with a teaching style that highlights her deep understanding of the body, mindfulness, and conscious living. Taryn is a yoga, meditation, and wellness coach with a background in osteopathy and has extensive experience working with brands from Puma to Move and Pick Resorts. In 2020, Taryn and her team launched Remote Team Wellness, a live virtual wellness solution designed to bring health and balance to companies and their employees. Sessions are, simp are simply booked online and employees arrive via video conferencing to meet a real teacher for a personalized session. Through this service, Remote Team Wellness reduces stress, increases productivity, and promotes fitness among teams. Oh man, this is so great and so needed in the world today. So again, Taryn, we are so thankful for you being willing to come and, and share a bit of your journey with us today. Thank you. I so appreciate your time to, to, to do this. I love it. Okay. So for those that aren't as familiar with your uh, past and your journey, give us the details. How did you become this health and wellness guru who is solving the pandemic one wellness program at a time? So um, I started out as a dancer and um, from my dance background, I uh, ended up getting injured and found my way to a Bikram yoga class, which ended up making me really humbled in my practice because instead of me competing, I was now there to observe my own body and my own practice and my own wellness journey. So as I shifted into a deeper yoga practice, I decided I wanted to know more, which led me to doing a yoga teacher training while I was studying osteopathy at university. And after, um, after I was done with my teacher training, I just started teaching more and more around the world at studios, at gyms, um, at events and at festivals. And then I moved on to teaching hotels and corporates, which really helped, showed me that this, these tools are implementable not only for 
people who are seeking out these practices, but for everyone, for hotel staff, for corporate wellness staff, for, for, for any, any person who is looking to make a shift in their mental well-being. So that's a little bit about how I got into the space. And when COVID hit, I decided to pivot my business to being completely virtual. So bringing virtual wellness to not only corporate, but remote working companies and teams. Wow. Wow. What a pivot. So many pivots in your life. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Okay. That's why they call me the pretzel. Okay. So I always ask this one question to everyone in our short interview, and it's always fascinating to see what they have to say. So we're so excited to hear what you have for us today. The question is this. You ready? Ready, ready. Okay. What small marketing strategy or tactic has made the biggest difference in your business and why? Really excellent question. And I love that that's what you ask everybody. Um, so I would have to say for me, it's definitely been learning to leverage the value of marketing, uh, network marketing, networking in my, in my outreach. Um, and I, we actually just attended an incredible, incredible masterclass with Jordan Harbinger um, that, so that really helped me highlight that it's not about how you how you network and how you go about finding people, but it's about maintaining those relationships and really keeping yourself in constant connection and constant contact. I have developed quite a successful personal brand as the chocolate pretzel, and that's helped me to work with a lot of brand names and a lot of hotels. And so in that, I've learned how to reach out to these brands without asking for something, but rather just loving their products, engaging with them in a grander sense because I love what they do. I love what they're about. I love what they stand for. And that's what helps me to connect with them that when it comes time for them to need someone to do a wellness class or an Instagram live or create some, a piece of content, then they, they, they have a person at the top of their mind because I'm always tagging them because I, I'm using their product and I'm, I'm engaging with them in different ways and um, really allowing myself to connect with them on a different level instead of just going out and being like, please, please, can I, please send me product? Please, can you do something for me? It's not about the, uh, what I can get. I've never thought of myself, I've never really approached anything from a, a, a standpoint of what can I get from this? It's what value can I give? And something will always come back from it. That's how I've, that's how I've built myself up to the place that I'm at now. I love that. I love that. So, and, and where did that mindset come from of like, what do I give instead of what do I get? How did that develop? Uh, I'd probably have to say my mom. She's like the biggest, she's the biggest giver <laughs> that I've ever met in my life. And she's always, she's always encouraged me to, to be in that mentality of if you are a person who gives, you are automatically going to receive because it's a two way street. And you, if you go into things uh, just with an open heart and with the willingness to give and to provide value and to give to give of yourself and your time, then that will be returned to you in some way, shape or form. Maybe it's not instant, maybe it's not right away, maybe it's not even that same person that you're giving value to. But when you are in this, mo in this mentality and this mode of giving, you will automatically receive. It's amazing, it's amazing. So, and one last question about this, how do you know what to give? How do you know <laughs> what value to give to people? Absolutely. Um, so it really, it's really about, it really depends on the person and the, and the energy you have to, you have to build up the relationship 
So that's, that's another important part of this because networking is about relationships. It's not just about putting out a generic cold message and hoping that you get something in return. It's about how, how you can build up a relationship to know that, hey, this person seems to resonate with these things or this brand seems to have these kinds of values. So that's maybe the value that I can provide to them. You have to know what a person values and really put yourself into their shoes. It, it comes down to basic empathy at the end of the day of what can I give to this person what that they would want. Mm, I love that. What can I give to them that they would want and making mm-hmm. the relationship the center of the focus. Absolutely. So good. So good. I love it. I love it. Um, well, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show today. How can people find you and follow you on the socials? Awesome. So you can find my business, Remote Team Wellness at www.remoteteamwellness.com and start a conversation to get your team started with virtual yoga and meditation classes. We're also on all the social networks as Remote Team Wellness. Um, And you can find my personal brand, The Chocolate Pretzel at thechocolatepretzel.com and on all the social networks, The Chocolate Pretzel. (laughs) I love it. That is so fantastic. Well, Taryn, it has seriously just been an absolute honor and joy to have you share your story, your experience, your knowledge, um, and you have definitely brought value and incredible greatness to the show today. So thank you so much for being on The Marketing Matrix. Thank you so much for having me. It has been an absolute pleasure and it's been such a joy to meet you as well. You are doing absolutely incredible work and you're such a talented interviewer, can I just say. Well, thank you so much. We'll have to have you back as this, as this business of yours grows. I, I, I'm, I'm ready for the, uh, the next chapter. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd love to come back. Thanks so much for joining us for this bonus episode of the Marketing Matrix podcast. Next week, we'll return to our regular schedule of episodes. In the meantime, we always want to continue the conversation about marketing over at our Facebook group. Remember, it's Facebook ads for coaches, course creators, and lifestyle e-com brands. A mouthful, I know, but we're leveraging the SEO of Facebook. Join us at facebook.com slash groups slash fbadninja. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast to catch all of the gold coming at you every single week. All right, until next time, see you on The Marketing Matrix.